Blog Talk Radio. This is Susan Swanbeck, CEO of the ATU Network. This work is protected by Creative Commons licensing. For the next two fun-filled hours, get ready to learn something new, be inspired, enlightened, spooked, helped, laugh, cry, and be awakened. And now, your host of Awakening the Unknown. So please welcome... Susan Swanbeck and Michelle Sullivan. Hi, everybody. It's Teaching Thursday. I'm half asleep. I'm really tired. I was functioning off of four hours sleep going, trying to go back and forth with, with my mom to the doctors. And I'm like, oh, my God. We've done this. We've done this. We've never done them together. No, we never have. Uh, so we've got to say hi to everybody. Hey, Robert. Hey, Rose. Hey, Gina. Hey, Brenda. Hey, Christmas. And let's see. Hey, Michelle. Hi, Sue. <laughs> What's up, girlfriend? Hello, honey. So if you notice, we have our uh, new sponsor. Yeah, it kind of sounds funny, but anyway, <laughs> sorry. ATU Network sponsor is down the bottom pin. So for all of your crystal needs, you want to go to Facebook.com and go check out Susan Swanbeck ATU. That's right, guys. Literally, you That's can find her. www.facebook.com backslash Susan Swanbeck ATU. Hi guys, thank you. I I, I am uh, getting rest. That's for sure. Yeah, <laughs> she sure is. <laughs> I'm exhausted now. <laughs> I had an elephant so. nap today. I had a nap yesterday. I think I had a nap yeah. day before that. Yeah, she naps every yeah. day. So just to let you know, I'm not yelling at her. It's she gets up. Stuff is already ready. So. Oh my God. Thank <laughs> God. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So um, AC, uh, um, Susan Swanbeck ATU. It's so funny talking like this, by the way. Susan Swanbeck ATU is having her Black Friday deals, all of her towers and uh, spheres have been remarked. It's our pre-Black Friday sale, Black Friday through Christmas, the prices will not go up. Okay? Yep. We want to make sure you guys get all your crystal needs met for the holidays. Right. So just to let you know. But, you know, we've, we've done shows on vegan and past, right? Yeah. We've done shows on psychics. Yeah. We've done shows on clairvoyance, clair audio, clair sentences, all the how to, meditation, all the meditation uh, you know, styles. All of this stuff. But we've never done a show on what is a psychic impact. Right. The what combo. happens if you're both? Right. What if you got a combination going what on? What happens guys? if you're both? Kind of makes things even more confusing, right? We're going to yeah. try to break that down for you guys Okay, today. so what is a psychic empath and how to tell if you are one? Yes. Hmm. I want to know if I'm one. All right. Have you ever had an instant connection with a person, place, or animal? Yes. Okay. Yes. yes. Do people you hardly know confide in you with their higher level of trust? 
the love thing. I can't go nowhere without strangers talking to me about love. What about you guys in there? Any one of those fit you guys? Does that make sense for you guys, too? Yeah. Do just random people feel like they need to open up and talk to you about all kinds of personal things? Maybe you're sitting at a doctor's office and the lady next to you decides that she's going to start talking to you about um, her husband that passed, for instance, years ago or something. Exactly. You know, you wonder, why me? Why I know. Why? You're at the bus stop and the guy's telling you how he's very proud of himself because after a stroke, they said he wouldn't walk. Mm-hmm. And he's walking, and he's living in his own apartment, and he's taking care of himself, and he's very proud of himself. That's so, right. That's yay right. Yay to the gentleman I met at the bus stop today. See? That forgot your paperwork. How, mm-hmm. how you doing? <laughs> so, um, experiences like these, being unexplainable, can actually be traced back to empathic powers. That's right, guys. Mm. Believe it or not, it, it goes to that whole part of your brain. Here's another one. Going this on. is my grandmother. Right down the line. Tell me, tell me. Okay. <sighs> Have you ever instantly known the character of someone you just met? My grandmother did. Right. Or experienced anything else like this? You may be a psychic empath. <laughs> if Brenda's accusing me, maybe I do start to love conversation. <laughs> you know, sometimes, sometimes it's true. Sometimes I'm like, girl, you need a rose quartz boy. You need some self-love in your life. Hell yeah. Oh, that's okay. It's going to get worse because I just handed her a bag, and I said, okay, I want you to take the $3 crystal bags everywhere you go, sell them, and just put the money in, and then we'll just keep refilling. I'm down. So, I'm down. I have them with me. I, I mean, I have them at my mother's doctor's appointment now. That's, so I take them out, and I fiddle with them, and you never know what's that reserve never for. Know. When, you need them. When, yeah, exactly, because you never know when you're going to come across somebody in need. No, like, you don't. And I, and I wouldn't put it past myself. If I saw, like, a young kid who's struggling with something, I'd put a little sports in, in the palm of yeah. my hand. You know what I mean? Like, little gestures, which is another reason why I think buying those bags and having them with you, even for all of you guys, is awesome. Because yes, sometimes a person just needs so. a gift of a little bit of a crystal just to make their day. So, in today's <laughs> top news, what news is an impact? It is an impact, guys. Mm. Let's go over that definition. Let, let's let's find out if you guys know mm-hmm. what is an impact. What do you guys think is an impact? What do you think uh, that entails? What's an impact? This is very important. Do you guys. guys know what an impact is? What is we an can impact? Give you the de- we're going to give you the definition, but we want to know how what you feel just the impact right. side is. Right. What do you guys think is the impact mm. side? What is an impact? Don't complicate it any more than that. Yeah, what is, what, is just, what is an empath? Just an empath. Mm. There's specifics, guys. There's specifics when you are an empath. Right. There's a difference between being an empath mm-hmm. and having empathy. Right. Uh-huh. Aha. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Now, to feel empathy is actually to understand and share feelings of someone else as if you were in the same position. An empath is someone who is very sensitive to the energy around them and the emotions of people and animals. Uh, This also includes spiritual imprints and spiritual energy of locations. Right. Okay, Okay. so let's break that down real quick before we go any further, right? All right. So if you're an empath, you're very sensitive to energy around you. Right. Emotions of people and animals. Yes. Spiritual imprints and spiritual energy. Right. Okay. Spiritual energy of location. Yes. Okay. okay. 
So that is specifically an empath. Right. Okay. So empaths actually have a special ability to actually clear feeling. It is called clairsentencing. It's what it's called. All right. Now, clairsentencing is the ability to fairly, uh, clearly feel emotions that actually manifest in the world as you interact with people, places, animals. Empaths are highly are highly in tune to the energies of those around them, which is why I wear fingerless gloves on the bus. Yeah. <laughs> All Big right. Time. This means that you are easily affected by the energy of others, of people, of plants, of the locations, of things that you touch, especially out in public. Yes, yes. yes. Okay. I mean, she but wears that, gloves. I try not to touch anything. <laughs> well, if I don't touch, I'll be falling when the bus stops. Yeah. Some of those drivers do. Yeah, they do. They just like, dude, I'm getting whiplash. <laughs> oh, you know, you're like this. Mm-hmm. Or you're like, you know, so you kind of hold on there. <laughs> so, but did you know that there, there are actual types of empaths? Okay, and that's the thing. A lot of people say, oh, I'm an empath. Oh, I'm. Which type? Right. What, what kind of empath? Uh-huh. What kind of empath are you? Because uh-huh. there's a lot of different types of empaths. Guys. So how many empaths do we have in the, in the house? Who's on our chat right now? Who's who's on the chat? How many empaths do we have in the house? How many? Okay. How many, guys? Okay. Start my watch. Okay. I just opened up the uh, chat on Blog Talk. So I will be going back and forth and checking that. Right. So how many empaths do we have? Oh, my phone is going cuckoo. No, what? I'm in a watch party, sorry. One who darn so. <laughs> mm, darn so is right. It's gracious. Okay, so, yes, it is the ability to sense emotions. Very good. But, mm-hmm. now, empaths do not have the same abilities. No. Some empaths can truly feel the emotions, um, the emotional... Uh, of everything around them, well, empaths are able to pick up on subtle changes in the energy levels that are around them. Yeah, and, so, and you can be the type of empath that that's the only thing that you have right. like an empath, which is great just having one trait of an empath, right. never mind all of them. Most right. people don't have all of them. Yeah. Okay, just so you guys Most. know. Most. 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 Okay. So, what all empaths actually have in common, however, is the ability to feel these energy levels and tune into subtle changes that a non-empath cannot see or notice. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's that's the the key, right? Mm-hmm. Um. You know, like when say you walk up to like a Dunkin' Donuts con- counter and you're going to order a cup of coffee, right? But you can feel that girl's having a bad day. Mm-hmm. You don't know why. You don't know what's happening. Now, there's two know. different ways to feel that. Right. Do you just know and you're feeling it? Right. Or do you all of a sudden want to cry? Or is it both? Both. Do you right? get the physical pain? Right. Do you get the emotional pain? Do you get all the pain? Right. But you know the sudden changes. I mean, I know I've been in right. places where, you know, you feel somebody's energy and it, it really does affect you, affect you emotionally. 
And you, and you really, you, it doesn't matter if you know that person or not. Most of the time, you don't know that person. Right. But it does affect you. Exactly. Like, clearly it affects you. <laughs> exactly. True. Now, the type of empathic abilities you have actually determine what type of psychic empath you are. That's right. Mm-hmm. We're going to try to identify that, okay? This is where we're going to get to the nitty-gritty of it. We're getting to the nitty-gritty now. Ooh. I'm stalling because I guess sometimes I get really goofy if I'm, like, tired. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, my God, i got to read this. Sorry. I wrote it, but I don't remember what it is. <laughs> I get like that sometimes. I get an idea in my head, mm-hmm. and I'll go to Google Docs, and I'll put it on, and all of a sudden I'll just just continue to talk. Just just to answer Brenda's question oh, I'm for sorry. a second what did she go say? further. She said she cries all the time because she lives alone. But the thing is, people that you're connected to, you still can be feeling them. You can feel not only – this is what we had to find out. You can feel not only the people – um, that you are connected to, but you can also be feeling the land, mm-hmm. the energy of the land you are on. That's right. Okay? Or you can be feeling objects that others have touched. So let's figure out, which is a touch of psychometry. Yes. So let's figure out what type of empath. You could be feeling That's someone's depression. That's why I love our crystal infused, less super moon spirit. Love All it. right. Love now, it, love it, love it. There is an emotional empath. Okay. Now, this type of empath actually possesses some of the more common types of empathic abilities. Emotional empaths are able to pick up on the emotional feelings of those around them and experience those feelings for themselves. Yes. This ability allows you to help those around you, and it is what makes empaths great listeners because they can truly say they know where someone is coming from, even exactly. if it is something they have never experienced themselves. But the empathy How is real ever. there. It's so <laughs> strong in you when those things happen. Yeah. You know, it's, it's undeniable. But however, 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 this ability can also quickly drain you if you're around this person who is experiencing great sadness, for instance. The most important thing to remember is the difference between your own feelings and emotions and of others around you. In order for you to protect yourself, to become to, uh, to be affected too deeply, mm-hmm by this particular situation. And it's, and it's sometimes it's really it's, hard it's to figure out. very, very difficult. Right, you don't know if it's learn. you or if it's someone and else. And that's the part. That's the part you have to figure. Okay, did something happen that caused me to become, well, well, again, we'll take sad. Okay. Did something happen that caused me to become sad? If not, okay, then it's not me. Who is it? Who okay, is it? who is yeah. feeling sad or... Am I feeling the land? Is the land crying? The but land is If different. you research the area that you live on, is it uh, Native American? Mm-hmm. Uh, are they sad? Uh, do they do they need a little assistance? Do they need help? And that's it. That's when you do the research to try that's to find out. Key. 
that's the key because you need to learn out what's the separation of other feelings mm-hmm. and your own feelings. Because you're human, you're human, you got feelings too. Okay, and your now feelings are valid some of too. you very rarely will have all of them. Okay, I do have emotional empathy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, the other part comes in handy when I was paranormal investigating. <laughs> yeah, big time. Big yeah. time. So, this, is, this is one of those special skills that you need on yeah. investigation. So, yeah, it's well, you know, it's, it's been a long thing. time. Yeah, I'm trying to get through let's that. Let's so. differentiate real quick, though, before we get into the next Okay. One. The straining of the energies. It necessarily is not a psychic vampire. No. Nope. something different. Exactly. Okay, I don't want you guys thinking, oh, it's like a vampire. Uh-huh. Sometimes my energy gets stuck dry. Uh-uh. No. This is something because different. Because the empath absorbs. Exactly. That's and that's sponge. what it is. You absorb. Mm-hmm. And empaths are they're sponges. They're actual yes. natural sponges from the ocean. The reason I say from the ocean is because the ocean is the emotion. It's yeah. water. The emotion it's of the ocean. Very emotional. The emotion of the ocean. The ocean. <laughs> the ocean emotion. <laughs> I'll be bopping here. We're going to put that on a t shirt. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm getting wicked silly. This is going to be a night. The emotion of the ocean. <laughs> We've got to go. I'm going to write that down. i got to write that down. The emotion of the ocean going on a t shirt. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So first we're gonna we're gonna deal with the type of empath you are. Okay. So there's a, a few more different terms. Like I said, not everybody will have all of them. Right. Mm. And sometimes yours you do have them, but they're just not developed yet. Exactly. Yet. So keep that in mind, okay. guys. Now we all know what an emotional empath is, correct? Okay. Affects your emotions, people, places, things, animals, environments, land that affects you emotionally. Okay. Uh-huh. Emotionally. Emotionally. Okay. okay. So now we're talking about geomatic impact. Yeah. Geomatic. And everybody's empath. saying what? Yeah. What? What's a geomatic impact? What are you talking about? What is that? Did you call me something bad? What's a geomantic impasse? But geomantic impasse, which is Susan going to explain that, that's what what she used even as a paranormal investigator. Right. This is what, what empath skills she used. Right. Okay. It's also known as environmental empathy. Mm-hmm. Now, if you ever find that you are happy or comfortable, uh, for no discernible reason, in a certain situation or environment, you also may possess this ability. Mm-hmm. You may also experience deep connections to specific locations, such as places of power, like like churches or um, even burial grounds. Oh, there's, yeah. there's an energy to them that you and yourself feel extremely connected to. To the point where, for example, the first time I went to Salem, I came very, very connected to the land. Oh. When I left. Unbelievable. When I left, I'm going to tell you guys something. I cried. I cried on the way home for the loss of that energy. Yes. Okay. It's truly, truly, truly significant. What I so, it was so emotional. I don't, I'm not a teary person, if you guys haven't noticed. Mm-hmm. I kind of keep my emotions under check most of the time mm-hmm. because of this. I was, I was just, forget it. It was devastating to be to leave. 
I felt like I was leaving my home. It's that how connected I was to the energy mm-hmm. of this place. Which in Salem is high energy. Right. There's been so much in New England period that's happened right. from the Revolutionary War, Civil War, you know, exactly. you Exactly. King so, Philip's War, all yes. kinds of wars. So. And, and you add all the um, the hanging and the burnings and the stoning of the witches. Yep. Um, and the murder of the Indians. Yeah. Both sides of my heritage, yeah. Yes. So, yes. yes, that's what it is. That's what that deep connection, when you leave, it's like a great lawsuit. You just, it's hard for you to get back out of that, especially the first time it happens. But it snap out. It's right. tough to snap out of that. Yeah, it is. You know, because you're so, every step you take on that land, every breath you take on that land, it, like, it encompasses you. Like, it, it affects you, like, every cell of your body. You know, and it's, yeah. like, it's, it's almost like it wants to glue you to that environment because then it's, like, when you leave, it's tearing you away. Mm, Literally exactly. tearing you away from that. You um, don't want to um, go. No, you don't. You really don't. It, mm-hmm. It's a, it's a very deep connection is it's what like, it is. But when you're kids, but, you don't want to leave, like, the swing set because your mommy's making you leave. The but like, what I do is when I'm on an investigation I use those skills, that part of my empathic ability, mm-hmm. to sense out the land, to, to dig deep. So mm-hmm. I'm taking my psychic and my empathic ability to push down deep into the land mm-hmm. to try to find where the areas of evidence are. Right. You know, right. for the investigators. So she puts out, like, her empath feelers to the land and the environment, right? It's like the spidey webs, the spidey senses of things like, and she puts them out there. I mean... I've seen her in action, guys. That's what I'm saying. Because when something bad happens, my stomach turns. You, she knows. And right I'm just away. like, okay, something, something, neg- something negative, something negative. And that's what it is. It's negative. I can feel mm-hmm. the negativity of it or the situation that happens. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of like my barometer is what I do. Come to the Andy on Paranormal Investigation. <laughs> <laughs> what do you feel, Sue? What do you feel? And that's what I was pulled off the psychic circuit to do that. That's mm-hmm. how I started. Exactly. So it wasn't. So I haven't been investigating my whole life. I've been talking to dead people my whole life, but <laughs> it is what it is. So I sadly have been investigating my whole life. <laughs> yeah, I was more on the psychic side of things, and then I was just, you know, had a friend that said, "Hey, you know, you, you might come in handy here in a couple places. You want yeah. to try it out?" Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, so it was just exactly it was the right. way that it went. And that's so. the thing. Like, um, sometimes that's the, sometimes that's the first thing like new empaths feel. Right. Is that. And they don't understand why. Or. That could be the very first thing that do show up. Or. 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 or it could or, be feeling those they are connected to. Exactly. Which makes it further harder Look to. It. I mean, think of it this way. Some people will call it mother's intuition, right? But yeah. How many of you out there, your kid gets a scratch and you, you just know. Something's wrong. Is that mother's intuition? Or do you have an empathic ability? Mm-hmm. You are connected. That child your is child. to you. You yes. are connected. So That's are forever. you feeling mm-hmm. their pain? That's forever. Mm. That's forever. Guys. Which brings us to mm-hmm. physical and medical impact. Oh, I got a story to tell about this one. Okay. Now, if you have ever intuitively known what a person is feeling based on their energy, you may be a physical or a medical empath. I'm going to explain. Yes. Which I know Michelle is slightly dizzy right now and has a headache and it's driving me nuts. Yeah. All right. Now, many of those who actually 
possess this ability, pursue healing and helping others. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Whether it is um, in a con- conv- like a conventional like a conventional medical career or in alternate possessions, uh, pro- professions, so yeah. to speak. Okay. Like how Sue started with the race. She's a Reiki master. Yeah, I was a Reiki master teacher. Mm-hmm. I do psychology. I'm a board certified. I'm a doctorate in holistic pathology. Though, mm-hmm. now if you think, if you think you may be a physical impact, you should be aware of the impact these abilities can have on your own body. Sure. Oh boy! Yes, by uh, feeling the ener- energy of others within yourself, you could a- a potentially actually experience some negative health problems that that not necessarily are yours but because you feel them so deeply um instant when when somebody is ill i know they're ill i can feel it i can feel the dizziness i can feel the heart attacks that that those that have had it oh my god anxiety that's right literally and it's like i will i have to i have to have a tag person yeah, to take me out of it, and a lot of times I will have to. And this is the trick that I have learned for those that do have this. I have to identify it in order for mm-hmm. me to get the emotions out. I need to let somebody know empathically what I'm feeling and mm-hmm. psychically to put it out there. Yeah. So a lot of times, if it's really bad and it's not local, I will type it out. Okay, this is what's happening. This is what you're feeling. Yeah, um, if you guys have ever noticed that, I do do that. It's yeah. on my on my private page. So, but those of you guys that, yeah. I mean, your friends with you on Facebook, you see that happen from time to time. Yeah, where, you'll see from time to time. It's like, okay, this is something going on. The only way I can get rid of it is if by someone says, it's my, I just say okay, or yeah. even like it, and I'll know it's meant for someone, and that gets it out of my system. Yeah. And it's like you have to deliver that piece of I, Yeah, I have to. Yeah. You know, it has pretty to pretty much. You have to, yeah. It's like a delivery yeah. service. Oh, but I mean, I can only imagine. Like when I went yeah. to that, those, that horrible vertigo that day, that was a nightmare and a half. Like if Sue had been at the hospital, with me, she'd be probably a mess being in the, in the emergency room at that time. Uh, certain situations, in order for me to separate, here is the difficult part, guys. And order, you notice that I really don't have a lot of emotions. We try not to. I have to be that way mm-hmm. because I can't keep my emotions open because no, if right. I do, then I can't stop the other existing parts. Right. So, and that's, uh, most people will say, oh my God, how can you be an empath? You're, um, you're, you're just, you're unemotional. No, I'm not unemotional. Mm-hmm. I'm just, yeah. I have to separate. And every now and then I will have a pop of explosion of emotions mm-hmm. because I need to you got to release I, your I've got somehow. to find a way to release it. So mm-hmm. sometimes it'll come out with venting. Sometimes it'll come out with anger. And other times it's just I have to watch something that makes me cry. Yeah. Or something that makes you yeah. laugh, even. Oh, it's no, it's got to be tears. Yeah. I have to get that part out in order to be able to control yeah. things. Laughing for me gets right. a lot. But see, that's why, as an empath, when I read, mm-hmm. I take myself out of reality. Separation. Right. Separation. So that's another strength for you in tops out okay. there. Learning um, how to literally, separate. either listen to the book when you go to bed yeah. or read it just before you go to bed. Yeah. But always pick something you know you're not going to find. There's no way on earth I am going to find 
a, a girl who's a fae who actually glows but didn't know she was a fae until she drank this magic <laughs> juice. And everything in fae, if you eat it, if you're human, it's actually toadstool. So when you come out of fae, in order to eat real food, it tastes like ash. So this is not normal reality, people. No. But it takes me out. It helps you with that separation of right. her emotions so I need, I need to be able to picture this. And, of course, the female is always the heroine in my story. Well, <laughs> hell yeah. Those are the good books. This poor girl, <laughs> and let's see, this poor girl, let's see, she's had her heart ripped out and had to go to the mender to have it put back in. I, I should you not. She's walking around with my eye. Can you fix this? Oh, my uh, God. Yeah, literally scratches from this thing that takes possessions of other people's body and drains them and then turns them into, like, uh, zombies and stuff. So, literally, it's a very strange thing to read before bed. But it's but great. But it, it takes me out of reality. Yeah, it's great. So, that, another that is something that can actually help you guys, just to let you know. So, yeah, and that's why horror movies, because they're so bloody predictable. Yes, at this point, you know what I mean? <laughs> but they're fun to watch. Oh, wait, there's a girl scantily dressed. <laughs> She'll die first. That's the first one to die. Yep. Oh, there's a blonde girl. Ah, she's dead. Yeah. <laughs> you watch it. Yep. The next person is dying. Mm. Oh, my God. They might actually have intercourse. Yep. They're next. They're next. Yeah. yeah. Wait, wait. There's a bunch of hanging chainsaws and sharp objects. They're in a horror movie. Let's yeah. go hide there. They're going to die. Yeah. So, <laughs> they're going to die. <laughs> I find them funny because they're predictable. They are. So, okay. But so you have now, so much fun. And again, it's about taking yourself out of your reality. Yeah. Very important to, to find a way to escape those emotions. And it, by doing so, you start to learn what's your emotions and what's not your emotions. Mm-hmm. Very important, guys. Very important. Now. Just through a day being an empath, because that's something that is a tried and true. Um, right. And method. that's what they mean by having negative health problems, because. If you're around somebody, you're feeling, um, if you're feeling like, uh, we'll say you're feeling the depression, like we had someone in the chat room saying she feels depressed all the time. Yeah. Who around you is depressed? You're not identifying who the person is. Right. So if this is what you are feeling from experience, you need to write it out. Okay, this is what you're feeling. Um, This is something that will pass. Yeah. Okay, you need to tap into the psychic side in order to get the empathic thing out. Uh-huh. So and this is where, this is why we're here. This is why I'm hot. <laughs> <laughs> Hurt me today. I'm too silly to keep her under control, guys. So good luck. Bless you. I, you know, it's funny. The I reverend part of me blesses you. Oh, wait, you need a young priest and an old priest. May the power of Christ compel you. May the power of Christ compel you. Oh, my God. So, so, All right. So then, you know what was used to, in Portuguese, if people that would experience things like this, the first thing that they would do is have them wear a rosary right off the rip. I know. They would have them wear Yeah, rosary. see. But in the mind, but it's a, it's a trick of the mind, believe it or not, because in the mind, you think, okay, this is my feelings, and this is protecting these other feelings. Now, then I can stop feeling and identifying they're not my feelings. It's, yeah, it didn't work that way for me. No, but that's how it used to be done, because back in the old country, there was no crystals. There was no crystals whatsoever. So us village witches had to come up with ways 
that didn't involve this stuff. Crystals would have made our life so much easier. The ocean and the beach helped me. So. See? Yep. Okay, so remember I tell you guys all the time, what do I say to you all the time every single Sunday when we stop with the Root ocean? like a tree. Root like a tree. Root like a tree. Root like a tree. Yes. That's right. Root like a tree. Which brings us oh, to Brenda. plant impact. Oh my God! What? That's why you didn't like the flowers that I got from the hospital because of the energy and the person that it came Bingo. from. Bingo! That's why. Now you get it. Yes. She's like, I hate those flowers. I hate like, it. They're beautiful. Nope, I hate it's not it. Not the flowers' fault. She's like, I hate those flowers. I hate it. I hate them. I hate it. I don't want them in the house. I keep telling her I don't want them. Yes. I don't like them. <laughs> but that makes sense because the thought behind them. Mm. what you were picking up on. Yes. That's why. Right. That's why. Bingo! Mm, I know. Okay, I know. now, plant empathy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> plant empaths are those who um, instantly know what a plant needs, but mm-hmm. they also can read the energy of the plant. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, you have a true sense of, of the need not only of the plant, but you also have the plant itself will carry the energy That's right, guys. of the intent of the individual. The person who even touched the dirt and planted that thing okay. could so. literally, that should, could be something you're picking up. Right. Because, again, you think about the root like a tree. That plant is rooting like a tree. Right. And it's sucking up by its roots right. all the energy it so. has hands on. When an empath, who is a plant empath, is extremely connected, what happens Green summers. when you bring cut flowers in the house? Oh, yes. Yes. What are you going to feel? Pain. 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 Believe it or not. Plants and flowers, when you cut them and remove them from the earth, right. they do feel pain. Not so, until we comprehend. So why? Pain. Why do I not have an issue with the plant, but I have an issue with the flowers. Because you're feeling the pain from the flowers. Why do I hate getting flowers? Because you feel the pain from the cut flowers. Bingo. You know what I mean? It's one of those things. I I don't do flowers. I don't like that. I I don't even have a real tree in my house. If I can get a tree that I could plant, a gift to someone to plant, Mm -hmm. I will get one of those. Yeah. But I will not cut it and bring it in the house. Again. You know, my grandmother always used to tell me never, so, she would get mad at me if I would go to the garden or go out in the wild and, and, like, pick flowers. My grandmother would literally get mad at me, so mad at me. How dare I do exactly. that? That plant is, that flower is supposed to be in the earth. It's supposed to be there. You want to look at the pretty thing, you look at it in the earth. You want to smell it, go outside and smell it. Do not cut it. Okay, do not so. Cut it. Any questions? Believe it or not, about why I still don't want those flowers in my house. Because of where it came from, who it came from, the energy of the person that came with the intent of the flowers. They were murdered. Ah, the flowers were murdered. Yes. Yeah. Yes. They were. They were. Yeah. <laughs> they were. Plants, and yes. it's not that, and that's what it is. Too many cut flowers in my house make me sad. Because they're Okay, and sad. this is the pot. If you have a lot of cut flowers in your house, and you notice mm-hmm. when you have all of these cut flowers in your house, if you're sad, you're a plant empath. 
You could definitely be feeling now, the plant. Right. Energy. You could be feeling that. You could be feeling their sadness. Yeah. And this is why when somebody says, I'm going to get you flowers, I always say, no, 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 all automatically, no, 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 no. I was going to make poppy seed rolls for Thanksgiving, John, today. By all means, by all means, plant and fast, go outside, start a garden, even if it's a little pot. Right. So if somebody says, well, you know, I really want to do, don't, don't buy me cut flowers. No. Give me a small potted plant. I'll grow it from there. Exactly. That makes me happier. Yes. And even though it still will feel the pain of it being uprooted. Right. But when you transfer it, it means that what you're doing is like a mother bird. You're kicking it out of one nest and bringing it into another. So that's why if you find that you have, like, cut flowers in your house all the time, or you, it, and sometimes you can't help it. And the negative energy is there. You don't know why. Right. You have kids. You have grandkids. You, they can't help it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the best thing you guys can try to do with this is to try to find another way to use it. Yes. Okay. Yes. So. But I want to encourage you guys, by all means, right. go plant. Please grow, like, gardens. It doesn't matter if it's one plant or a whole acre of garden. It, it will help you, and it helps the flowers. And if you love flowers exactly. so much, you can grow your own. Go outside, sit in that garden, exactly. smell them, appreciate them. They will grow even happier and even better and even larger with you showing that kind of love. Right. Versus but. you're going to go there and cut them and butcher them and take them. Why? It's selfish. My grandmother always said picking flowers was selfish. So I'm going to make enough poppy seed rolls for everybody. Don't worry, don't worry. I'm going to make sure plenty to go around. I've never tried to And I will have jo- Joseph hold the hammer. I'll have you come over and hold the hammer to slap Michelle's hand every time she goes to eat one. Okay, it. so, That's and not, this is the oh, thing. Yeah. If your grandkids, your grandkids are automatically going to pick flowers, bring them in the house. That's yeah. normal. Yeah. Okay, what you do is I want you to take a string and I want you to tie them together. And then I want you to hang them upside down. Right. Okay? Because they're already dead. All right. So now you're hanging them upside down. Why are you hanging these things upside down? To dry them for use in other ways. Exactly. To make them useful. So, and have right. a purpose to their, their way. Right. Their so death. instead of them going and leaving and you feeling this, you turn them upside down and tie them, or you put them in between a book and press them. In between, like, wax paper. Yeah. And you press them to save them forever. That's right. Okay, so there's two different ways to use that. One, you can actually, um, when they're dried, you can put them in nice potpourri. Or you mm-hmm. can put them in a flower arrangement. There's other ways. Rose petals even are great right. for, for your bath. Like if exactly. you dry the rose petals, sprinkle right. those dry rose petals in a bath. Right. You have so you won't, energy. I mean, you're still going to feel it, but you won't feel it as strongly that way. You gave a purpose to their growth. Right. Right. Exactly. And that's what it is. And I know we keep seeing that. Yeah, I know. Plants and death. I bet you never thought you were going to hear the words plant and death in the same sentence, but it's so unbelievably valid. I mean, I used to get smacked every time I went to go grab a fly. Literally, my grandmother would be pow, oh, what don't you dare take that fly. Don't you dare. And I, I, for the longest time, I never understood why. And even now to this day, she does not like getting flowers. Mm-hmm. What my sister does is she sends her orchids in the plot, in the plant. Mm-hmm. So she grows the plant from there on out. Exactly. Okay? Because, you know, they're in the dirt still. Exactly. Um, as far as cut flowers, she, she, you know, you get them, you receive them, what are you going to do? 
she still doesn't like it. Exactly. She doesn't like it, but she totally appreciates getting even an orchid in a small pot where she can grow that from a little baby orchid to a big orchid. Right. And her plant, and her house is full of plants by that because of those little things, those little dish gardens. Mm-hmm. Instead of sending somebody a flower arrangement, send them one of those really cute dish gardens where the plants will live and where it doesn't even take, like, you don't have to be like a, like a, a total green thumb. All you're going to do is water and talk to them, which, again, that's why talking to your plants. You know, plants are like animals. Mm-hmm. You can vent to them all the time, and they won't talk back. They will keep your secrets right. ever. <laughs> so talk to those special plants and talk to those trees. Like, I, I was gifted a, a money tree. And it was a tree, and it's still in a pot. In a pot, exactly. So I can deal with that. Yes, yes. It's don't go get those. Literally, no. I looked at it and said, don't. <laughs> Do not bring those in my house. Literally, not our house, my house. She went and got them anyway. Well, I couldn't just leave Now you know dead. why. They were already dead, poor thing. Nope, so doesn't matter. To... Don't want them. Don't, 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 they nope, gotta, nope, they gotta nope. They got to get a proper funeral. They got to get a proper funeral. Don't worry. What I'm going to do, though, for the purposes, the roses, I'm going to use the roses for the rose petals for a bath and such. and That could be the other reason I'm sneezing. I'm allergic to roses, too. That could be the other thing. That's right. We need to get to that. So, let's get into some animal therapy. So, now you guys know about plants and why it's sad and why it's it's sad. So, and this is what it is. If you find that you never used to be like that, but all of a sudden you're getting all these cut flowers that everybody's trying to bring you flowers to cheer you up, and you're getting sadder, now you know why. Now you know. Now you now know. Now you know. You know what That's I mean? That's right. Hey, but, if you want to smell the smell of flowers, they make sprays. <laughs> <laughs> like our crystal infused, plus a super oh, water spray. And that drives you super. Yeah. See that? I'm going to spray them on my flowers. She's all happy. She came up with this idea to put the crystals in with the moon water, and then I said, you know what? I'm going to do the same thing with my aromatherapy, so yeah, I'll have you about that. So, this, this packs a huge punch. Now, I even sprayed the computer. How many of you out there oh, this is a sad one, feel too. that you are extremely connected to animals? So much. Okay. And it can be good, and it can be bad. Right. Okay. But, Let's talk about the good. Part. Okay. Now, a strong sense of connection with animals is a sign that you are an animal empath. Now, Chris, um, Chris, uh, Chris Cruz, I want to say Chris Cruz, Chris Smith in the chat room can testify to this because I have been at her house around mm-hmm. her animals. Mm-hmm. Now, animal empaths are actually dedicated to caring for animals, and they often have a greater understanding of what the animal needs or wants. Kind of like animal communication. Yes. Some can even communicate with animals telepathically. You know how yes. you just know what your dog wants? Or you yeah. know what, what your cat is trying to tell you? And, you know, you know when they have an attitude towards you? Because, yeah, animals do get attitudes. Oh, they yeah. can get attitude problems. They, you know, they it, have raises of emotions. It's not just our, 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 our family members, but it's also in the outside world. Right. Because Owls, somebody said, okay, squirrels. you know, something's, I don't know, I said, okay, if you've been seeing squirrels, I knew that. Right away. And literally, it's like through the grapevine, you've been seeing squirrels, it's time to stay. Right. What do squirrels do? When you see the squirrel, what is it doing? Is it constantly gathering nuts? It's telling you it's time to stay. That's like a part of it. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I mean, I know a lot of it is, Because yeah. you know, animals right. are going to be compelled to give you messages. Right. 
and you wonder why animals. Why the animals? You know what I mean? But there's a reason why it's animals because you may be an animal mm. empath. And it's like beacon, being a beacon to the spirit world. Animal empaths are that beacon for the animal world. Exactly. So it's very exactly. important. So, okay. So let's let's recap real quick. Yes. Okay. Let's let's do a a, a recap situation here. All right. So the types of empaths so far, we have the emotional empath. Single. We have the we have the geomatic empath. Okay. Right. We have the physical or medical empath. All right, then we have the plant empath. Mm -hmm. Then we have the animal empath. Mm -hmm. See, my sister is a PA, and she, how she uses her skills is by being a healer. Right. She's a medical empath. She's awesome with what she does. I'm more of the other direction, and she's more of that direction. But again, it's usually a powers for good, not evil. Too. Yeah, but don't you feel better when you go outside with the animals? And don't you, you, I mean, literally, you're sitting there and you're having a conversation. My crows, my crows are like one of my totems. Oh, yeah. And yeah. literally, people will look at me in the parking lot as they're sitting there and they're squawking and I'm having a conversation with them. And, well, think of it this way. At least they leave me alone, you know. I just, but animals seek you out. Yeah, animals so it's like certain animals will. Mm-hmm. And certain animals you just you get attached to. Yeah, and you wonder right. what's such a deep connection. It's almost like mind reading going on. Total mind reading going on. It's not. It's it's mm-hmm. not. But it's a, such a true emotion. Exactly. You know, that's why I hate going to vets. I hate going there because there's always saw a poor animal in the back getting put to sleep or going through a horrible time. It was hurt, it was ill, mm-hmm. um, literally teetering on one side or the other. I mean no, her sugar was high. She can't eat. Now it's low again. It's going down low again. Jesus Christ. I was telling you guys something. Don't worry. She's got juice at her desk. I'm armed and ready. <laughs> armed and ready. <laughs> That's for sure. I kind of expected it. When I spike up that high, I go down All even right. lower. But I am a new Dexcom G6 warrior now. I've got the new Dexcom G6. Yeah, just keep awesome. talking about the Dexcom G6 on air. So... Since we finally did fix iHeartRadio and we're actually up to date on iHeart and on iTunes, I'm going to say I prefer the Top Fund Me Bowl. I only own two of the Crystal Chakra Bowls. So Top Fund is I would fun. love to get a big discount on whole set. So if you're listening out there, Top Fund, I know Dexcom listens. Dexcom listens. You guys to us. literally are true. 432 hertz. You know, literally. I beat. I went to the doctor today and the lady that was checking me in, I beat. Right. She goes, oh, I'm like, yeah, how did you know that? She showed me hers. So we oh. both lifted our shirts. It's the same size. She's like, yeah, girlfriend. Hello, honey. Look at me. I'm, she recognized the sound of the Dexcom. And she started talking about how it wakes you up at night, how, you know, the buzzing happens, how the whole nine yards. And that is rare, guys, to run into, a, a, like, another Dexcom G6 warrior. Okay, that doesn't get approved for everyone, unfortunately. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which hopefully in the future more and more people will get to have it. Ask your doctors out there. Put in the referrals. See if your insurances will pay for it. It is worth it for all of you diabetics out there. Dexcom G6. Well, Dexcom G6 is really good for you because you're low blood sugar. Mm -hmm. But most other people, they do need the pump 
um, are the insulin for when they're yeah. high. So it depends on the type of diabetes. You exactly. Have, right? Now the G6 that I have on now is literally half the size of the other one. Right. I only have to change it three times a month versus one time a week. Right. You know, and it literally went on. This actually went on painlessly this time. Wow. I didn't even feel anything like normally. I feel the the big, you know, the probe going in, but this I didn't feel barely a thing, guys. So I also actually got Dexcom swag coming from Dexcom. So I'll be showing you guys that when it comes in. I'm so excited. I'm a Dexcom warrior. <laughs> I love oh, it. I love God. my Dexcom. Okay, back to the work. Back to work. Back to work. So funny. I love me my Dexcom though. Just so you guys know. Oh, okay. So. Now we're going to get into it, and then we'll recap and go for break before we get to the next part. Okay. Okay. So now we're going to get into an intuitive claircognant empath. Yeah. Okay. What is that? Okay. Is that what you're saying? What is that? Yeah. Intuitive claircognant empath. Right. Okay. That is an intuitive empath can gather a lot of information by someone Simply by being in their presence. That's right. And sometimes with just a single look. That's all it takes sometimes, guys. It's just quick to happen. Okay. For example, you can actually sense the meaning and the intentions behind what is being said to you. Mm-hmm. And you will instantly know when someone is trying to lie to you. Yes. 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 I've yes, always yes. known. I don't always open my mouth, mm-hmm. but I always know when I'm being lied to. She knows every always. time. Every time. And that's, always. That's a good, spidey sense of okay. kids. Now, along with reading the energy of those around you very easily, mm-hmm. you will feel the need to surround yourself with others whose energies actually align with your own. Exactly. That's why okay. you're drawn to people like that. Because... And another thing, too, is if you're in a, in, say, in a room with a bunch of other empaths, you learn how to shield yourself because of the emotions of everybody else. So it's kind of cool being around a bunch of empaths because you guys can actually help each other with the energy. It's, it's, like, ah, it's almost like the thing about it. If you had a coven, right, for just an example, if you were in a coven situation and there was four out of five maybe empaths, that's like combining your powers, you know what I mean? Um, using your powers for good, not evil. It strengthens, kind of like strengthens. It's, it's unbelievable. It's weird. But that's what they mean about the energies aligning. Yes, literally. You always know when you're being full plucky. Yes. And it's like when you talk to someone and you explain to them, even though they, they say they're doing something for a certain reason, mm-hmm. when you know they're not. No, it's the BS Because you, you know. Mm-hmm. Literally, it is. And mm-hmm. it's my, my, my grandmother used to call it the BS meter. Huh? Yeah, definitely the BS meter. Yeah, it's the BS meter. You know, so. woman's intuition or mo- whatever you want to say. Whatever you want to say, it definitely is. Yeah, it you can identify is. it that way, but mm-hmm. it comes down to you are an intuitive or clear cognizant. Say that five times back. Clear cognizant, clear cognizant, clear cognizant, clear cognizant. All right. That makes my tongue tired trying to say that word. <laughs> All right, so let's go back over yes. the types of empaths. Right. Now, guys, check it off if it fits you. Okay. All right. right. We're going to recap now. Now, now remember, not everybody 
has every single type of empathic ability. Exactly. Okay? But yet, you may just not have it developed, too. Right. So it's all personal so, to you. Right now, emotional empath. Mm-hmm. Now, that's the type of empath that are actually most, most, common, most common. Emotional empaths are able to pick up on emotional feelings of those around them. Mm-hmm. Are you an emotional empath? Are you an emotional impact, guys? Now, are you? Where's our emotional impact out there? All right, hands up, hands up. Susan, emotional impact, okay? Thanks. I don't know what the hell I am. <laughs> <laughs> She's part alien. Part alien. Um, okay, so now, geomatic impact, which is environmental empathy. How many? How many environmental empaths out there? Yes. Can read the environment, read the energy of the place that you are on. How about when you guys go, like when I went to Gettysburg, Gettysburg was the saddest place, and it was just their land, and it was the saddest, saddest place. I saw people crying. Cry. I felt the emotion. I didn't cry, but I felt that emotion, because Gettysburg was pretty darn sad. That's an environmental yeah. impact. Yeah. Now, what about a physical and medical impact? Mm-hmm. Yep. Healer power. Yep. Healer power. Healer power. That's right. That, that's a very difficult one to try to control and learn how to do it. Thank God for social media. Mm-hmm. Because back when I was younger, I literally had tons and tons and tons of germs. Oh, I mean, and come on, and then it's like you the one that needs it. You need it. You need it. What do you need And like, I, you, you want to take away. It's all like a natural. You, you feel the pain almost like because you want to take away the pain from that poor person. No, literally, sometimes it, 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 the way that I feel, I have to learn. I've learned to decipher it. Yeah. Um, I've had it happen a couple of times where I think you were here with one of the times it happened, and you thought I was, I was having a heart attack or anything. Yeah. It wasn't me. Somebody was having a um, an anxiety attack, mm. but because they panicked, it felt like what they what, what we call a simulated heart attack. Yeah. So it felt like a heart attack, but it wasn't. It was just an anxiety attack. So I needed to literally go turn my computer. It freaked her out the first time she. I'm panicked. like, I'm calling nine one one. No, 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 no. Hey, no I know what I need to do. Shut up. Yeah. So literally, you just have to sit here while I get through this. So those are things you do. You just sit and you get it out, and, yeah. and that's how you help people. They kind of try to figure it out and direct it in the path that right. it's meant to go, you know what I mean? Right. And this is also, for those healers out there, you know, you maybe the people that end up in the medical field, um, caring for people um, in different shape, ways, shapes, even down to the cleaning the poop off the walls. Exactly. Whatever it is. Right. <laughs> that feels right to you because perhaps you are a physical or medical empath. Now, how many of you out there feel that you have plant empathy. Think about this, guy. Think about the way we describe this. Mm-hmm. Okay? Literally. Think about that, guy. You guys. know what plants need. If flowers come in your house, that's one of the sure signs. You get upset, more mm-hmm. upset than normal. Mm-hmm. The more cut flowers people bring you to cheer you up, the worse that you get. How you get in. Okay? Four flowers are very And that's, that's literally it, what it is. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, and they're carrying, I mean, they don't need to carry that energy, though. Exactly. They don't so. need to carry it, but it's very relevant to them, specifically relevant to them. Mm-hmm. Like, you will know. So, like, think about that. Like, think about asking people, instead of giving you flowers, ask them to give you a, a plant 
ask them to give you a dish garden. Right. Um, so, or maybe even seeds you can plant yourself. Mm-hmm. That seeds are actually a great gift. Exactly. Anything but cut flowers, please. Mm-hmm. Anything but cut flowers, guys. I know it's sad. I love flowers, too. Yeah, my husband in real life gave me cut flowers once. I literally looked at him. Are you trying to kill me? It will. The energy is that significant, guys. The energy can be off the chain. You know. (laughs) Really? Yeah. So I I actually, somebody wanted to buy me more flowers the other day, and I said, no, please get me a plant. I don't want more flowers. I want a plant. I don't want any flowers. I know, but it was already, you know. But now you know. I don't care. <laughs> now you know why. <laughs> yeah. You're trying to kill me. No. So, how many of you out there have animal empathy? Yes. You just know what animals need, whether they are part of your family, whether they are in nature. You just know. Yeah. Okay, I, uh, you feel I you have this doing. like telepathy and communication with them. This is why I avoid even the zoos because going to a zoo, mm. everybody goes to see the animals. They think they're happy. They're really not. They're in captivity. They eat when somebody else says so. They're not eating their natural diet. They're right. not, you know, they're not in their proper environment. So yes, if you're an animal empath, you more than likely avoid those kind of things. Brenda, raise your hand. There you go. All right. Now, now, we have an intuitive empath. Mm-hmm. Now, and like I said. Different than emotional. Right. An intuitive empath just has this BS meter. The BS meter. You can't guy. get by the BS meter. Mm-mm. I love it. Brenda says the bullcrap meter. Yeah. You, you can't get by the BS meter. No. No, no, no. Now, you remember when I was younger. I had maybe one or two symptoms, so to speak. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. But as I've grown, so has everything else. So how many of you out there, how many do you have? There are one, two, three, four, five, six. One, two, three, four. There are six different types of empaths. Yes. One, one, two, three, four, five, six. Yes. All right. Six. So how many have all and then you may have only one. Right. Okay. And that's amazing too. You may have only one. Don't think, oh, you know, no. Having right. one of these abilities is already amazing. Okay. Right. It truly, truly but is. But literally, they, they're having one is amazing. Having all would be wonderful. Mm-hmm. Not all the time. Yes. In certain circumstances. No. No. Not all the time. Sometimes, yes. Brenda has two. Okay. All right. So now that you've identified the two types of empaths you have, now you know what to do in order to assist you. So are you connected to plants and animals, Brenda? I think she's animals. I know she's animals. Yeah. Now, you guys are all going to start wondering now about your right. plants and your you flowers. Have one, and, and that's what it is. That's literally these things, knowing the type of empath you actually are is going to help you out. Uh, Connie, we're not doing readings today. We're actually teaching. Honey. Yeah, we're teaching today about empaths. Right. Um, we are doing teaching today. You teaching can contact us if you're interested in a private reading, though, honey, okay? Yeah, we'd be happy to help you, darling. Either one of us are here to help you out. Mm-hmm. So those, I feel, for animals. Yeah, I know you do, Gina. Gina, you're definitely an you're definitely a pet. plant and animal lady. Yeah, yep, yeah. She's a tree hugger and a animal hugger. Yeah, and that's why it feels so She'll take one in each hand. People make fun of, like, hugging trees. 
but it's wonderful to hug a tree. Honestly, yeah. you know, all these things in nature feel just like we feel. Animals and crap meter. There you go, Brenda. Yeah. Yep. I love the crap meter. <laughs> yeah, most people, and this is the thing, most people that ha are an intuitive empath are more connected to animals than humans, and that's because <laughs> humans don't try, uh, animals don't try to BS you all the time. Never. Very simple, yeah. basic needs for animals, which is great. Right. You know what I mean? And that's what it is. Most importantly, you feel their love for you, too. Exactly. And that's the thing. That's part of the thing. Over the years, those that don't know, I have all six. Two has all six, like, total. Yay. Totally developed fighting senses, abilities, and that's why, that's why avoiding certain places work for her. Like, going to hospital sucks. Yeah, but I will. I have my gloves on. Of going, it sucks. Right. If she didn't right. go already prepared with her gloves on, with already her mind, everything already, knowing she's going to. Uh, Brenda wishes that. she had the graphometer. <laughs> right? <laughs> you probably can, Susie. Right, and that's what it is. Now we can mm -hmm. go back over this again one more time just so you guys get it before we go to break. We're going to go yep. to break. I'm going to tell you again. Right, I'm going to tell you one more time. Oh, oh, wrong, wrong side. That's the side not turned over. Yeah, Remember, right. there is an emotional impact. Emotional. Okay, an environmental impact. Which is geomantic. A, right, physical or medical impact. Big one. Also a plant impact, an animal impact, mm -hmm. an intuitive impact, which is your BS meter. The BS meter. Now, I, well, I won't always say I know I'm being BS, but you know. Sometimes I find it hilarious. Other times it takes me off. So yeah, yeah. But she knows. Yeah. And she's been working and developing all of these things in her lifetime. Right. So you know, you may be. I think the last one actually came after my husband passed. What What do you think was your last one that came? Oh, plants. The plant one was the last one that came. Plants. Last one. Why do you think flowers at funerals? Yeah. Flowers at funerals suck. Medical impact, yeah, literally. Yeah. It's very hard when you yeah. feel everybody else's crap. Now, yeah. medical impacts, uh, BS meters, you just know. That's why I stopped. Right. I I used to run a hospice department. I ran an entire hospice team of nurses and everything. We're going to get ready to go for a break yeah. and hold that thought. We're going to hold that thought. You've got to go get something to eat. Yeah. So, all right, so we're going to get ready to go for a short break. We're going to be right back. Don't forget, Black. Friday, all the way to Christmas, yeah. the sale deals stay on all the spheres and towers. And we got they so excited. Stay, okay? So Don't forget the giveaway, guys. Yep. We got so into what we were talking about today, we forgot to mention the giveaways. So we'll yep. talk more about that when we come back from this break. Guys. Okay, so don't forget to contact uh, Facebook.com, Susan, backslash Susan Swanbeck, ACU. Mm -hmm. You will find Michelle and I over there on our alter ego, which is our sponsor for the network. <laughs> so yeah. you'll you'll find us over there for all your sales, okay? Right. So, we'll so we're actually going to be right back right after. Be right back after this break,
Yeah, during the break, the dog kind of had an anxiety attack. Poor Otis. I always know. It's like he literally. He's looking at his own. What the hell? Don't forget about this month's giveaway. Yes, check this out, guys. This is this month's giveaway. Sunstone Room. Room. Who got the amethyst rooms last month? Was that Brenda? Brenda. Brenda got the amethyst rooms. Okay, last month. Awesome. So you guys are going to want to um, enter the giveaway. $5 donation gives you an entry to the um, giveaway. So, for example, if you donate 20 that's four entries. So every $5 is an entry in the month giveaway. And this month you get a rocking set of sunstone rooms. Sunstone rooms. They are awesome. Sunstone yeah. keeps you up, bright, happy, keeps your energy good. Yep, yep, and yep. And it's, it's a great thing that when you're working with your rooms to have something like that. So it's a magnifique. It's a pizza. For this month's giveaway, guys. So don't forget, $5 donation gets you an entry. It's if you want to get entered, if you join the ATU subscription group, you're automatic. Oh, yeah. Automatically entered. Automatic every month. And every you get a month. free reading. Free reading every month. Which reminds me, Brenda and Rachel, when you guys are yeah. ready, you guys get your reading. You get your reading whenever you guys have a chance to. We'll be more than happy. Don't forget, that's part of your subscription membership. Yep, yep, okay? yep. So think about that, guys. Subscription membership gets you an automatic entry into the game giveaway every month. I thought you said Everybody. gave away. Give, gave away. Give away. Gave away. Gave away. Give away. Gave away. My party be coming out. What, what's give the gave away? It's like, you know, you make for give away, man. You give a prize. Yeah, you, you hang on with your father too much. <laughs> hey, Michelle. Hey, Michelle. Hey, Michelle. Hey, $65. Go put it for the giveaway. <laughs> hey, Michelle. <laughs> All right. Now. Portuguese, guys. Portuguese. Now we're getting up. See the other part of it. Now that we've identified mm-hmm. what type of empath you are, yes. now I'm going to give you eight signs that you are a psychic empath. empath. Okay. Signs. Psychically, you're an empath. Okay. Mm-hmm. So this is, mm-hmm. wait till you guys hear these examples. You're going to be like, well, I don't understand. Why do you see topics to me? We're going to explain to you exactly what's up. Okay. okay. So this is a good one. The first one is a good one. It's a good one. It's a very good one because it's it's so true. And you know what? It's not menopause. <laughs> it's not menopause. Yeah, we'll chalk it up to any excuse that we can, right? All right. Yeah. It's not menopause. It's not your menstruation cycle. It's not it, you. You chalk it up though to other things, but in actuality, it may not be. You have okay. regular mood swings. Regular mood swings. Let me explain. You're down. Let me explain. Let me explain. I'm going to explain. Wait, I need the sage. It's still burning here. Oh, I love it. I'm going to be watching her cook those poppy seeds uh, rolls, Jacob. Absolutely. All right. You're not going to be burning. Now, you have regular mood swings. A sign that you are feeling another person's energy could be that you experience a wave of depression and then transition to feeling joyful. You're like, what mm-hmm. the hell is up with me? I'm going yeah. down, I'm up, I'm right. crying, I'm happy, I'm laughing. Now, what the hell? Lower vibrational energies, such as anxiety, fear, and worry, pull you down and create a feeling of depression. 
But it's not when really. you transmit into more of an upbeat sensation, okay. it is a sign that you are reconnecting with your higher self. Okay. So that gives you that your spidey senses, okay, guys? You know, I'm when right. you feel that negativity, um, that's real. That's real. That when that feeling of feeling negative energy is is something that, you know, empaths actually get used to picking up on that. Exactly. So you'll know. So it's like automatically you'll be like, It's not my mood. But I'm moody, I'm up and I'm down, I'm crying, I'm laughing, I'm like Exactly. You don't know why. And you that's what why. it is. When you're around individuals who are depressed all the time, it literally brings you down. Yes. Now, sometimes your moods can go into anger and complaining. You just, oh my goodness, you're up and everywhere. You just don't know what the heck yes. you're doing. Your feelings are all over the place. Yes. And, and the thing is, um, you go with the regular mood swings because at the initial time when it happens, you, doesn't, you don't realize this what happens. That's the best way to describe it. Right. Like if somebody's been depressed, you know. Mm -hmm. So literally you will find other things to complain about. Yeah. So true, guys. And that's like dishes in the sink all the time. Me batty. So little things, you know. I've been trying. I've been trying. You know, you always know when an individual's with you that it's depressed. Yeah. And they have the fear. Yeah. And you can feel it. And literally just, it gets to the point where I say, okay, you're panicking. Yes. Oh, my God. Tell them that story. Honestly, that happened recently. And I did not know for the life of me that I was actually experiencing it. I was so blind to it. you got to explain that one. After our incident, mm -hmm. uh, when it was vertigo, uh, we knew it was vertigo. I dealt with vertigo before mm -hmm. uh, in my mother. And my father actually functioned off of one working artery to his brain for 10 years. One working one artery. One working artery. She only has one that's spinning. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I have dealt with this. So, and I do know Michelle. So, literally, when it came time to do laundry, after <laughs> a while, she's like, "Oh, thank you, Joe, for going." My sister, yeah, my son does not do laundry. <laughs> I literally thought he was gonna go though. Yeah, no, <laughs> Joseph doesn't do laundry. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, no. I said, "So, am I going by myself, or are you going to sit here and continue to panic?" What do you mean? I'm not panicking. You're panicking. She was right. I have dealt with vertigo. I have dealt with this. I have dealt with that. She's right. So, literally, I know you. I know you are in panic mode. You're afraid to go out. You're afraid to do this. Yes. You have to face your fears. So, yes. Joseph brought the laundry down. And I took off carrying both by myself and made her walk there by herself. Because I was like, okay, I'm going to go. I, I went to the bathroom and all that. Go pee, put my jacket yeah. on. Go down there and she was gone. And uh, Joseph was upstairs. Of course, he, he was in on it. Yes. He was upstairs saying, Jesus, you're going to make her do it by herself? Come on, aren't you going to go? They planned it. <laughs> they planned it. And, of course, for the life of me, I couldn't let she my best friend go. And do so that. aggravated and depressed with herself. She totally forgot the panic and took off. Yeah, yeah. And I didn't even know I was panicking. But he was, she was so, so, so right. Yes, I was panicking. Mm -hmm. Yes, because going through those episodes are horrific. Right. Horrific. So that's the first afraid. one is always the worst. That was the worst. And that's what it is. The first one is always the worst because you don't know what to do. And then when she got up out of bed real fast, she goes, oh, my God, I'm spinning. So I held up a bottle. I said, stare at it. She goes, what? Stare at the bottle. Yeah. Stare at the bottle. Don't take your eyes off the bottle until you feel level. 
And I just continued to hold the bottle, hold the bottle, hold the bottle, hold the bottle. I was trying to make supper, so I just waited, just waited, just waited. Just just that one thing, and don't move them. Mm -hmm. And And, it worked. And it stopped. It worked. I said, so what did I do wrong? I said, did you close your eyes when you get up out of bed? She goes, no. People that do have um, the vertigo. vertigo, when you get up out of bed, close your eyes, put your feet on the ground, get level before you open your eyes. And I mean, this mother, is my so. first experience doing right. I am learning a lot about how to live. <laughs> and I don't have vertigo. I just know what no. my mother goes through. But I mean, it's, it's right. horrific. I feel so bad for anybody who's got to go through vertigo because, right. honestly, then I get so violent, so I stop throwing up immediately. Immediately. And I, I will forever feel bad for throwing up on that guy's hand in the hospital. I still feel bad. <laughs> I threw uh, up on somebody. No worries, no worries. Okay. So I guess that's it. Shit job, you know what I mean? But right. still, I still feel bad I puked on the poor guy's hand as he's trying to put the puke bucket on the meat. No, those little... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was... I'm throwing up, and I'm like, oh, no, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but it's funny now. Yeah. And then after that. I got you to the laundromat, yeah. you started going out again. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because you were right. You broke that fear that I had about going out. See, all you got to do is make Michelle episode. feel bad to get her out of fear. I wasn't going to let my best friend go do it alone. <laughs> That's you know it. I mean? I can't make her feel bad. Yeah. Jumps her right out of fear every time. See, Jake says your mom's vertigo has been kicking in a lot lately. Yeah, it has been. Since she had the MRI. Yeah, my MRI? Yeah. Oh, my God, man. That's the hardest hard. thing is the MRI. That and she had her eyes open when she got up. And she got up too fast. So it kicked it right in. So, nice. yeah, so she's having a problem, too. Yeah. So it's, now. I feel horrible for anybody who has to go through it, honestly. It's, it's, you can't stop it. You can't stop It's like mm. I want to hold on to everything, and, and, and everything's going around and moving. It's like the whole world is work. Like, you're steady, but the whole world is Yeah, it, it happened with my mother. that It was like the whole table flipped upside down for her. So, oh, my God. Literally. But so. you were right. I was panicking yeah. over that feeling, that yep. feeling. I was worried about going out there um, and having an episode right. like falling down to the ground or, or something. But see, I knew because I felt it. Yeah. Bingo. Okay. Her, she used her spidey senses. Yeah. She used her empathic But see, skills. now, because of what's going on with her, she's getting into depression now. A little bit, yeah. why I am bringing this up and how I know. Because of the naps. Nonstop naps. The naps. Yeah, Even though I feel good taking the nap, yeah. but I'm feeling it's her so depression. tired. Yeah. Now her depression yeah. is kicking in. Because Monday's coming up. Yeah. So now she's getting all yeah. depressed over this. Monday I'm going to see the vascular surgeon, and and so far everything I hear is, you know, you should get that, you need to get that done, you need to get it done. It's only once. Yeah. My, my father survived yeah. off of one. And the doctor that I saw today, the, the anesthesiologist right. said, it could be the answer to why I have those migraines, why I have all the, the neck pains, all mm-hmm. the little neuralgia, all that stuff. Right. And we never knew that. Exactly. Now you do. Now you do. So you do. he didn't want to go ahead and give me my Botox like normal, you know, Botox. So it keeps things, you know. Keeps okay. Up. But because of that. But you know what? If it works and I don't have to do it ever again, I'll have to do it ever again. But, you know, Botox is kind of nice. You know okay. So let's get back to being an empath, not Botox. <laughs> all right. Being in a crowd makes you anxious. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yes. Since empaths are prone to picking up on energies of those around them, 
mm-hmm. being in a crowd is often disconcerting and stressful. Yeah. You will be picking up on energies coming from all those around you. Everything. And it will be difficult to clear out. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the conflicting energies will clear out your own. Mm-hmm. Now, I mean, you can't walk around with sage on yourself 24-7. Example, mm-hmm. when we went to last Friday the 13th. Yes, at the Slater Mills, the Paranormal Investigation, OMG, the biggest group ever. So what did it, where, where, where was I? In the back. And where were you? In the front. Exactly. Yeah. So this is why I don't do public um, mm-hmm. investigation. Yeah. I, I, me, myself, as far as because of what I do, it does make me too... Anxious. Yeah, it's hard for me to sort out everything that everybody feels. And just think about Some newbies. people are scared, too, when we yes. hear things. So now she's feeling straight fear, like, oh, my God. So I go off to the side mm-hmm. with my headphones. Compose yourself. And I just listen, and that's it. I get, I separate the energies is what I do. Mm-hmm. So. And she truly does, honestly. You almost can feel it tangible. Oh, this is the next one, the big one, especially coming up now. Oh, yeah. This is Big a bad one. one. Specific social situations drain you. Maybe that's why those holiday parties mm. suck for you. Certain situations become increasingly draining for in-bath. Mm-hmm. Um, literally, consider a funeral, class reunions, going to the hospital. These events actually differ for everyone, yet they always trigger emotions and constantly drain impacts. To help ease the pressure of these situations, you just have to think about your personal time limit for intersections for these situations Mm -hmm. so as not to overload your mind. So what I do is I will go in for a bit and then I leave. Yeah. Outside. Have a cigarette. Have a cigarette. Separate yourself. Separate and then I go back in again. Mm -hmm. And these are like the things that I do. I separate. Think about the, the, how draining that could be. Right. Even going to like a funeral, like um, it could be a happy thing. Like um, you know, you go to your little beach schoolers, uh, you know, graduation even. It's a real happy time. Everyone's happy, but not everybody's happy in their personal life. She can pick that up. That will drain her. Happy, sad, fear, anxiety, all that stuff will literally. If she's not mentally prepared for herself, right. will drain you. Example. Weaken you. Example. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I hate using this, but the baby shower. The baby shower. Mm-hmm. I felt alone. Somebody there. Their feelings of being alone were so overwhelming. Mm-hmm. It was just it took me a few tough. days to get out of that one. It was tough for her. It yeah, really but was. I did it. I did it. Yeah, I did it. And it was um, not an easy feat for her, honestly, because yeah. you know. And, and the thing is, right. Again, it was supposed to be a happy situation. It was a baby shower. Right. So she went thinking, oh, it's all happy, happy, but happy. But you notice I was kind of all... Separate, separate, separate. Yeah, separate, I was separate, just separate, separate. Every, all over. Yeah. Like, yeah, and it took a lot for her to be there. So what I did was focus on what needed to be done, like picking up his dishes, making sure my mother had food, mm-hmm. and that's what I did. I tried to focus mm-hmm. on she other things. She swept the whole hall and everything <laughs> herself. <laughs> she I literally did. <laughs> so... Those are things that will happen. Now, how many of you are really starting to understand this right now? Are you understanding yourselves a little bit more? Are you understanding why? Mm -hmm. And I'm not telling you these things to feel bad. 
No, I'm telling you these things to understand that you are not alone. Not alone. That that's the biggest thing. I do not want anybody to feel alone, Mm -hmm. like nobody understands them. Oh, and we gotta mention this part too. When when she went to the baby shower, she probably carried about ten pounds of crystals on her. (laughs) Yep. Yep. And everything is all just stuff. <laughs> Crystal. Yeah, it's it's really hard to come home, and you know how if you ladies are. Sorry, Jake. I know you have my kid, but literally you'll you know take off your bra to get comfortable. I, I got to do it over my bed, you know, just because <laughs> it's it's shaking the crystals off. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's so true. Yeah. But thank God for crystals because if not, that would have been way more intense. For her, and she would, you would not have been able to stay the whole time. And I was proud of you because you stayed from the beginning to the end. Oh yeah, it was, was tough. tough. It was tough. Even yeah. if, even if it killed me, I was going to. She was going to be there for her family, and she, yeah, she kind of tried to separate these things aside, focus on being there for them. That's why you were a busy bee throughout the whole thing. You yeah, see, down I don't visit people for the holidays. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a homebody. Mm-hmm. But I'll have people come to me. Because I have Your my things, my environment, so it's easier for me to... Mm-hmm. Crystal grid-like almost, yeah. you know what I mean? So, yeah. So, so it helps. It helps. Kind of fits up. Right. You are invested in the dreams of others. Yes, those dreamers, guys, those mm-hmm. dreamers, okay? Now, one of the best part about being an empath is that you can easily tap into others' feelings of joy. Mm-hmm. When people actually get excited about their hopes and dreams and other happy ideas, you will feel their positive emotions and are able to add to your own joy and good thoughts into the surrounding energy. Yeah. This actually allows you to increase the motivation and happiness of others, mm-hmm. when, which is the reason why empaths make good life coaches. Right, so think about it. What is the one rule on this network? Positivity. Only positive all the time. And she lives by this. This is not, this is, we live by that. And if I remove somebody, it's because. Negativity is not allowed. I can't. Negativity is not allowed. Not allowed, guys. Dreams will come true. Mm -hmm. Dreams will go forward. And I will help individuals grow. So it's like life coaches are it's nice because they jump on the positivity bandwagon. They encourage you to do positive things with your life. Mm-hmm. They encourage you to add joy and happiness and laughter and all this stuff to your life. So, yeah, those are all the good parts of being empaths. Not all bad parts. It's the good part because you feel happy when others are happy. Whether you made them happy or whether they already were happy, you help add to that energy. Right. Okay, like vice versa. Right. Okay? Exactly. So that's now, kind of positivity only on what the network. What Gina is talking about actually fits the next one. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, let's see. This a biggie. Hmm. This a biggie. You actually get drained by others' issues yes. of others. But you get drained by the issues of others. Mm-hmm. Now, while you can be invested in hopes and dreams of others, yeah. you part. will also be dragged down by doubts fears, and problems that others are, are experiencing. Yeah. If you are in the path, you need to be particularly protective of your boundaries because mm-hmm. you are one of the most comp- 
comprehensive listeners out compassionate, there. Compassionate, 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 comprehensive. Of all time, say. honestly. Right. Now, in order to protect yourself from becoming too drained, you have to set boundaries. But when you decide, you should help others. How, how you help, how you help them. Mm. Empaths have been through a lot in their own life, which is why they are often sought out for help and guidance. She's my wisdom guru, honestly. Okay. She, so, this is why I go, like, I open and tell her everything. I can trust to tell her everything mm-hmm. because not all her empathic skills, like, she feels and understands what I'm going through. Um, she, you know what I mean? She is here for me with all the good times. She's here for me all the bad times. Like a marriage, I guess. But sickness didn't help. I nag at her if I feel she's not right. Right. And she, but she's straight to my face, honest, and she does it out of love. That's her empath side, though. She uses her spray senses on me all the time. <laughs> yeah. That's true. I do. I, yeah. I always know when she's trying to bullpucky me, and she yeah. thinks she just lets it slide by, but yeah, no. Yeah. I always know. I'm like, I already know you know. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> nice try. Not <laughs> But at the Not same time, going to her for guidance, I can ask you questions about things. You're honest with me about the wisdom around the surrounding things. Like, right. you, you are... You you have that, what do you call it, um, like that, I don't know, like a certain <laughs> understanding, like an understanding almost, deeper understanding. Right. I think it's empaths, that's why people are drawn, I think, to unload their lives on empaths, because empaths do have that deep understanding and knowing and compassion okay. towards the being. True, but empaths demand positivity around them. Because, it because it's the be only way they can survive. Exactly. So when you have someone around you that gets into depressive state, it mm. can become difficult for them. To be like, that's not love and light. That's not very love and light of you, Michelle. That's not very love and light. I know, I know. <laughs> and she'll sit there, and if sometimes she gets in, it's, I think it's a Portuguese thing. I swear to God, my husband loved to argue. She gets in these non-thought argumentative type things with, with certain, certain things, yeah. certain things, right? Yeah. And it's like, yeah, no. <laughs> no. That is not positive. Yeah. But if I just that it's not positive. But I just think to it is not positive. Yeah. She's I've learned so much about living a positive life um since the whole network. Since the whole being. Because yeah. that was number one. That was number one reason why Sue and I left the network we were previously on. Um, to start our own network because of that. There was a lot of negativity going on. Yeah, it's just that. even if the negativity wasn't towards us, I feel it. Exactly. And that's what it is exactly. because I feel it. Mm-hmm. I have to that's keep also why you guys semi separate. Oh, yeah. But that's why on the network, if you notice, yeah. if anybody is negative, boom, you're out. Literally, you, if, you're if gone. I can feel, even if somebody says something, it's, I will feel their true intent. Yes. And and this is like the spidey senses kicking in or the BS meter. I feel the true intent. So block, block, gone. Not in the mood. I'm sure some of you guys notice a certain person is missing. Yeah, that's that's that. But it's for a purpose because we want to keep positive going I have for you to guys. stay positive. I've worked mm-hmm. too hard and put too much of my own time to have any no negative. No, 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 no. no. That's negative. No. We will not mention negative. No, we won't. But that's why we, boom, jump on it. That's right. Cut it. Done. Over with. And that's where <laughs> your boundaries need to be set. You're not mm-hmm. doing things to purposely hurt people. No, it's a You're boundary. You're doing setting. things 
because you have to maintain certain boundaries, boundaries. for yourself. Yeah. And that's okay, guys. It's so it totally okay. So okay to set those boundaries. Yeah. You need to have them. Yes. Especially for and I know there's a lot of impasse out there. Yeah. Respect I yourself mean, when literally you set the boundaries. Not everybody is going to like your boundaries. Nope. But you have to set them because it's for the benefit of yourself. It's for you. Okay. For you, for the benefit of yourself. Mm-hmm. Now, I have true. another example: sixteen-year-old. Oh, yeah. every day when he gets out of school, he has a thing where he likes to vent, 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 argue. It's a make-believe fight. Well, <laughs> in the beginning, I really didn't like it. So mm-hmm. after a while, I've gotten used to it. So I've gotten used to him coming home and doing his honorary vent thing, and you know, then I, you know, then we sit there and. And then I'll say something stupid or ridiculous, and then he keeps going, but he's laughing at this time. So yeah, yeah. it's like I know that's his way of just getting out um, yeah. any type of Because he looks like crazy, so you yeah. do need an outlet. You right. know what I mean? So in other words, because I'm here, I'm the outlet, because no matter what he says to me, he knows I'm not going to say, yeah, get out of here. Yeah, yeah. And that's why I'm the safety net, so to speak. Yeah. So that was something I had to adjust to. Right. What, so, did but now, what did you call it earlier today? You venting. It's venting. That's yeah, you said, yeah, you said something about that. How, um, what's another word you use? I can't think of it right now. You, you want me to remember what I said? I don't remember what you said. But it was, it was that whole, it was about that subject of, right. you know, Joe coming home and you already knew and expected that. Was right. When I know what I expected, I'm, I'm all set. Yeah. But the you first already. few times, the empathic side of me is like, all right, all I can Ooh. feel, and that's the problem. Yes. All I could feel was the anger he was feeling, not the reason behind what he was doing. So yes. an empath will feel attacked. Yeah. Yes. An empath, even if that individual isn't meaning to attack you, but is just trying to work out how to vent or vent mm-hmm. talk, mm-hmm. you will feel attacked. Yeah. An you empath, feel like it's literally, directed towards you, but really isn't. Literally. Mm-hmm. You know, even if even if an individual thinks they're doing something for the benefit of humanity, an empath will say, well, you could have asked. Yeah. You know, and I would have told you. So the intent to an empath is you're being attacked. Mm -hmm. And that's all part of the empathic side. So this is why boundaries are set and boundaries have to be maintained. Super important, guys. Yeah. When you set those boundaries, they're made, they're set, it's for your own good, for your own benefit. Three more to go. Oh, tell you. Three more to go, guys. Three more. And it's okay in any relationship, by the way. Son, daughter's relationship, loved ones, mother, father, it doesn't matter. Set a boundary. It's for you. Literally. And then the boundaries will be better because it'll help you, um, it'll help you maintain more of that positive, protective bubbles that impacts do need. Mm-hmm. And it's a very difficult thing, especially, um, I mean, once you start developing the empathic abilities and then being the psychic empath and then having these other things going on, it does create an issue where your home needs to be your protection. Yes, needs to be your sanctuary. Needs to be a sanctuary. Because, because you can actually feel sick out of nowhere. Oh, this one is a hard, this one it sucks. Okay. This one sucks bad. Like how she felt the heart attack. That was, yeah. that sucks. Or the depression from the yeah. next room. 
Yeah. Or the anxiety too. Like then you had that anxiety attack. Remember? Okay, that wasn't me. That was someone else. Was yeah. An anxiety but you were feeling attack. that. Yeah, but you never experienced it that like that before. No, that was your first know. time. So it freaked her out. I'm like, so I'm feeling somebody else's anxiety attack that they think it's a heart attack, but it's not an anxiety attack. And then I'm feeling my best friend's anxiety to the point. No. I was like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. Something happens. Something happens. So I'm freaking screwed. Yeah, I'm like, I don't do? panic. No, I don't. I do not panic. I act. Yeah. You know that fight or flight thing? Yeah. Her, she, she steps right up to the plate. Yep. Every time. Every time. Every time. And she's like, okay, calm down. All right. Everything's going to be okay. You know why? Because I have been there. I have done that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Her wisdom and her experience as an empath. Right. As an so, empath. Well, not just an empath, but also as an individual. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, there are some things that I've been through which have been very difficult. And it, yeah, it, I did have to adjust. So, yeah. yeah very overwhelming. So, very difficult. Out of nowhere. You can feel nauseous and ill and sick for absolutely no reason. Yeah. yeah. Okay? This is actually a frequent experience for some empaths. Oh, okay? Really this, and this happens to me all the time. It's like, I don't feel right. I don't feel right. And literally, I will be like, okay, I just, I need to lay down. There's, there's something off. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. There is something off. Now, this is the effect of actually absorbing Negative emotions from others, such as mm-hmm. anxiety. Listen, everybody. Yes. Anxiety, fears, and worry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, what happens is, is the stomach can actually pick up on the invisible information. So listen to your gut, and that's what it is. Mm-hmm. If somebody has too much, like, fear, anxiety, or, yeah, I will absorb it. Yeah. And this is like my home mm-hmm. it makes you is Ill. my sanctuary. Yeah. So if yeah. I'm feeling it from my son when he comes home mm-hmm. or I'm feeling it from somebody else or Me. even my dog. My dog has panic attacks. Oh, my God. I am his emotional support unit. You are. She totally I is. literally am my dog's emotional support unit. It's true. <laughs> But yeah, grateful thing he was having a freaking anxiety attack. Yeah, and she, you know, she okay, mommy's here, it's okay. Yeah, literally, it's just like okay, everything's <laughs> fine, and then it'll stop. Yeah, and it's so it's so funny, but yeah, I can't sleep mm-hmm. unless he's right there with me. Yeah, because that energy now makes yeah. that feeling of comfort. Right. So that's why you need to so, know. Yeah, and that's why I it struggle is. It's with my dog. It's kind of funny. It's yeah. like he'll come off, he'll pat for a while, then I'll pick up my book, and then he's automatically right down either on the curve of my back or in the curve of my legs, but he's yeah. always touching. Yeah. Oh, yeah. and he throws off a lot to eat. He but does. But i got to turn the bloody fan on. Oh, I'm telling you. I love snuggling up to my dog, though, honestly. Here's another one. Mm. Okay. Are we ready for the next guy? Oh, boy. This, is a, this one's tough, too. Yeah, I am really enjoying teaching this today. It was nice to be taught today. It, it helps. It's helping people out there, but it's also giving my BS a bit of an understanding of why I am the way I am. Yeah, a more insight on, on right. Sue, definitely. Exactly. More exactly. insight on Sue. Yes. And, and she's insight. right. When I start sleeping more, that's my I know depression. it's depression. I know it yeah. is. Yeah. But I feel yes. so... Uh, yeah. No, that's just depression and worry and concern and anxiety, which comes out of depression. And then I keep, you notice I've been lighting smudge or sage every single night. 
I know. And the only reason I'm, I'm okay right now not feeling the illness is all of this. <laughs> yeah, the crystals. And she did burn some sage of Palo Santo on the break. Yeah, on literally. The, and I know. burned it in the beginning and I burned it on the break. So, you can actually sense when something is wrong in a room. Oh, God, mm. this is crazy. This is okay. crazy. Now, when you walk into a room, you can actually tell if someone has been sad in the room, okay, or if the room itself has been vacant for an extended period of time. You can actually pick up on the energy of the room. So you can tell if there was an argument, okay, recently, or if someone passed away in the space. Big one. That she, that's the important one because on paranormal investigation, that's part of what she does. And is identifying, you know, this was where somebody passed. This is, there was a spirit here. Right. Um, and if there was a violent intent, yeah. when it happened, the energy stays. Yeah. So sometimes it comes out as a residual loop, and other times it'll just be the energy. So this is where I'm trying to discern what happens as I explain my impressions of what's going on. Yeah. So, yeah. And by the way, she's always right. She's always on point. No such thing is always right. Well, she always, as far as I know, up to this point, you know, you've been on it. You've been on and popping, okay? And it's true. And that's why, that's why you got taken from the psychic circle, to card circle, to go. Yeah, I was pretty much. I was, I was on the psychic circuit. Yeah. So paranormal investigation was not where she started out. I nope. started out as paranormal. She started paranormal. I was on the yeah. psychic circuit. Yeah. And then we met to find our super wonderful <laughs> powers, and here we are, guys. Delivering you guys spoonfuls of positivity every day. All right. So how many people walk into the rooms and, and you could feel these things and you could feel the change? Oh. And well, the trick is not to absorb it. You want to weed through it. Yeah. Feel okay. it. But don't so absorb it. literally, before you walk into a room, this is what I want you guys to do. I want you to take check and stock in how you feel. Okay. Take stock in how you feel. Then approach the room. Approach the new area. If things change, if you're starting to feel sad or you're feeling depressed, identify it as an empathic impression of energy. That is your psychic empathic energy. Right, guys. And that's a big one, honestly. You know, we walk into, um, you know, literally, like, say you're looking for an apartment or you're you're looking for a house. Part of the thing that you're actually looking for is that feeling when you go into these places. Mm-hmm. The feeling that it's going to be the right place for you or not going to be. But you're actually reading the energy exactly. and feeling the energy. Because 100% positive, if you walked into a house and there was negative energy there, you would feel it. You would not want to buy that house. You would not want to live there. But nothing. But sometimes you can feel the sadness, but you don't want to go in. But what you need to do, like I said, you have to weed through the energies. Mm-hmm. You have to weed through your impressions yeah. of what's happening. Take practice, guys. Take practice. Yeah. And literally, going to some place you know has a lot of energy and makes you slightly uncomfortable psych- psychically or empathically, mm-hmm. just go and practice weeding through the energy. Yeah. The best thing to do is literally get involved with somebody who's an historian. Go to a place, feel out the energies, write down all your impressions, go see an, impre- go see an yeah. historian. See how correct you were about everything. Exactly. You never know. 
True fact, guys. Right. So this is what it is. Now, <laughs> the last thing on the list and probably one of the most important things. Oh, yeah. Okay. Definitely. You actually value your emotions. Like, you really mm-hmm. take, like, now, what do ownership of that. It is. Mm-hmm. See, an empath actually, they get more confident. In other words, they look more confident. Uh, they begin to actually respect and value your emo- your your own emotions more and more. Like trace right. yourself. E- exactly. But you also respect yourself. And that's what it is. You're respecting your emotions, what you need around you, what mm-hmm. you can have around you. Mm-hmm. Now, you will also um, demand that same level of value and respect from everyone you let become close to you. And that's what it is. And that's the biggest thing. If you're not getting that level of respect, Mm -hmm. they're gone. They're gone. They're just gone. Gone. An empath will not compromise and it's not about control nope it's about respect respect and if you're not getting that respect out gone later gone that's gone that's what it is i mean because it's really hard to sit in that emotion guys it really is you have to have that yes and it's not about well oh i'm right no No. I, i know what i need around myself in order to maintain yeah. What I need to make. Right, right. And, and that's what I mean. Guys, I tell you this all the time. It's okay to say no. Yeah. And I'm learning that, and she's helping me with that because, yep. you know, I have to set boundaries in my life, too. I've been through, you know. Boy toys. What is it? No. Boy toys? Boy toys. Boy toys. <laughs> Pick a direction, girl. <laughs> I have boundaries set, and that's my thing. She has boundary issues. Yes, yes. Because normally I was a people pleaser, and that was wiping me out. Being a people pleaser is part of it. You know, you want to do that, but you have to set the boundaries because then you're overdoing it for yourself. Well, not just that. Mm -hmm. If you do not set boundaries and maintain them to benefit yourself, Mm -hmm. in the long run, what happens is it makes you as an individual look like someone you're not. Right. And you feel like somebody you're not. Exactly. So it's maintaining... In other words, it, it's like writing a, a list out. Yeah. This is what I need at, at the grocery store. This is what I want. Yeah. What list should you do? The need. The same thing in your life. Mm-hmm. What do you need in your life? Mm-hmm. What do you want in your yeah. life? Yeah. Those always okay. first you must fulfill the need. The need. Absolute need. Basic needs, guys. Right. You start off with basic needs. Right. You know, if you go through a traumatic experience, that's the best way to start picking up your own pieces mm-hmm. is by doing that. First step. Very important. You know, exactly. and have a best friend that can rock it and help you, you know what I mean, get through it. And she's lit. Because I ran to her. I had to come running to my best friend. You know, I was going through a situation. That it felt horrible, horrible, horrible. The energy, the environment, <laughs> the whole, it just felt awful. And I could not take another but second. But once the energy was there, it kept manifesting, manifesting, yes, yes. manifesting, worked, manifesting. And, worked, and, and that's what it is. You have to remember, negativity will breed negativity. Positivity mm-hmm. breeds positivity. Yes. I only allow positive in my house. Yeah. Yeah. I do not allow negativity around me at all. 
Because mm-hmm. that's, that's good. the way I have to be in order mm-hmm. to maintain what's best for me. And it's so. a better life, guys. You really, I mean, you've got to learn about the keeping those positive vibes going. Mm-hmm. That's what you want. You want to wake up with those positive vibes. You want to go to sleep with those positive vibes. You want to feel good being around people because with the positive vibes. Right. You hang around people more if they're positive. Exactly. She, she will run for the hills if she's around a negative person. And oh, well, I should. don't run for the hills. I say fight. Yeah, and she absolutely should. Like, I don't think I have, I have no issues. Yeah, and because she's got her own boundaries set, yeah, not do that. Yeah, and that's what it is. It, it's about respecting yourself, and that's mm-hmm. the biggest thing an empath has to do. And that's basically what that means. Yeah, you have to respect yourself enough to do that. Mm-hmm. So let's recap this before let's the close of the that. show. Oh man, already? Yeah. Darn it. We're gonna recap this. All right. For the close of the show, and take some questions if you guys are interested yeah, in right. asking anything. Do you have any now. callers on the line, by nope. the way? No Eight callers on the line. signs that you actually are an empath, a psychic empath. The first half of the show was the different types of empaths. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now there are six different types that I wrote up. All right. So oh, she now does, she does have sessions where you, she charges by the hour. Gene, yes, right? I do. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> I do. Yeah. Yes, I do. I have a, a doctorate in holistic psychology, a degree in psychology, and I'm also an empath. So, so she can psychologically help the. And I know when I know the I know the the, the BS meter when it goes off too. So my husband used to try that one on me. And yeah, you could be living or you could be dead. <laughs> she got it. All right. All right. Now here here are the eight things. All right. Okay. The first one, you have regular mood swings, unexpected. Yeah. And when you're around low vibe people, it drains you into depression. Oh, I okay. know. I'm trying not to be depressed. Okay. I'll be, I won't be depressed after Monday. Uh huh. Monday's my cutoff. But with you, even communicating with certain people, mm-hmm. bring your energy down. That's how I know. Yeah. That's yeah. literally how I know how you feel it. You feel I, it. Your energy goes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So. But me, I feel. You know. Second thing. Mm-hmm. Being in a crowd makes you anxious. All those guys have social phobias. Maybe you're just an empath. It's not a social phobia. It literally just take that separation time when you need to. Mm-hmm. It's okay to excuse yourself. Absolutely. And if somebody won't leave you alone, say, ah, oh, sorry, man. I got the run. I got to go to the you bathroom. You have your getaway excuse. Yeah, I, I always come up with something. She's like, I'm going to poop my pants. <laughs> I'll just go, I poop my pants. <laughs> <laughs> in order to recenter yourself, okay? Root like a tree. Root like, like a tree. tree. like a tree. Specific social situations drain you. Yeah. yeah. Being in crowds make you anxious. Mm-hmm. You are invested in the dreams of others. Believe it or not, that's kind of like... Yeah. Yeah. Which you are drained by other people's issues, and that's where oh. your home environment has to be maintained a certain way. Yeah, all positive all the time. Has to be. Mm-hmm. You feel sick out of nowhere. Oh, I hate this one. Yeah, when you're stressed, I walk up and I say, God, I feel like I got a fever and I know I don't. That's yeah. what that is. Yeah, you yeah. don't feel, you just don't feel good and you're like, well, you yeah, know it's that, not you. I, yeah, I know it's not me, but yeah. I know what that is. But she knows how to separate now and, and know what her, what really is her and what somebody else is now. That takes practice, guys. Lots. 
Yeah. Now, um, also, you can sense when something is wrong in a room, which Don't comes in handy, literally comes in handy if you want to mm-hmm. try a hand in paranormal investigating with an experienced investigator. Yep. Also, the big ones, you value your own emotions. That's and it's not, it's not that you're being selfish, mm. and it's not that you're being hateful towards anybody. You you're not trying to hate anyone. to mm-hmm. value yourself. And if somebody is in your life, they need to respect that boundary. Right. And they shouldn't be offended by that boundary. They also should have their own boundary set. Every, everybody needs to, but um, as an empath or a psychic empath, it's very imperative in order to maintain daily life. Yeah, absolutely have to. <clears throat> so you have to have certain things going on that, that help you and assist you feel better. So it's like it feels good when right. you go to happy places. When you don't go to happy places, you gotta, you know, understand those emotions, separate yourself from those emotions, protect yourself. But again, there's the positive part of, you know, helping others. Uh, here's um, a here's a worst one. Which one do you think is the worst one for you? Worst? Yeah. Worst is actually being an empath in retail. Oh God. That you is worse touch than everything. everything. It's not just that. Ooh. Not only are you touching the objects that everybody else t- touched, if, yeah. if you have the psychometry to go along with it. You're feeling all these people's stressed emotions. Oh, my God, I don't have enough. What am I going to get this one? What am I going to get that one? And through the holiday season. And that's what it is. It's extremely stressful. And I'll get to the point where it drains you. That's where you have to separate, literally. Go say, hey, I I got an issue with my hands. She wears gloves for a reason, guys. And I said this before at a retail place. Yeah, yeah. Because I used to manage a drugstore chain. And they were like, oh, you can't wear those, um, you know, in the store. And it's like, yeah, I have, my hands lock up. Yeah. If they get cold, I have to keep something on them. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, go ahead. Mm-hmm. That's why. But there's a reason. There's a reason. Right. And that's what it is. When if What it does is the, the, the cottony material, um, like this, even something as simple as fingerless gloves so I can just feel like what I'm touching. And she's got some fancy ones. Too. Uh, yeah, I do. I do. I've got some fancy ones because I figured I'd go with it. This cotton blocks some of the energy to me. Mm-hmm. To me, it does. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So in my mindset, I'm safe if I have these on. Yeah. So that works for her. And that if totally I don't, works. can't find my gloves like I lost the other purple one, I freak out. I have to have a pair, several pairs mm-hmm. of these type of gloves because it, it fits me. It does. And I think it's um, all natural. Again, cotton is from the earth, cotton yep. from the plant. Yep. So you think about those natural things, those natural protection it's things. It's keeping me safe. Yes, yes. Yep. Yes. She's got some really cool ones, by the way. She's even got these really cool fluffy ones with fur on them, and they're really neat. Yeah, really and then funny. I got some leather ones, and then I yeah. got, like, outside ones, Believe fancy not, outside ones. You can get a lot of fingerless gloves. Yeah. You can order them throughout the entire year. You don't have to wait for the cold season for gloves. Yeah. You can get them. And also, you can always get a pair of gloves and cut them. Well, yeah, but, you know, they, they have, I have some even some lacy ones and some net ones that mm. I, I wear sometimes if I'm around too many people in the in the summer, too. Yeah, yeah. But you don't so, go anywhere yeah. without them. No. Nope. But that's her way of managing right. her empathic stuff. Right. Is by having that those gloves as a barrier. Going into public situations, like going into buses, going into doctor's offices, you know, 
You touch the handle of the door, you go, oh, God. And that was an adjustment, taking a ride on a bus. <laughs> yeah, because of all the energies. Yeah. And trust me, not pe- not people are not always thinking positive, happy thoughts. Obviously. How many times a day do you think a positive thought? That's what you need to work on. But how many people don't work on it, and that negativity is just... Right, or they have stress, or what happens, or... The holidays are coming. They're taking a bus. They don't know how they're going to do this or how they're going to do that. And then I feel bad. And, you know, or, or literally everyday stress or, oh, my God, you know, it's like my first one for this, my first one for that. So there's a lot that's actually happening. There. Yeah. And a lot oh happens in the life of an Four minutes. Oh, my goodness. Really? <laughs> we love teaching Thursdays, guys. We love we, teaching We got three guys. minutes. I mean, this show was very relaxing, and I hope it was very informative for you guys. I really wanted, especially through the holidays, um, I needed those individuals out there that, excuse me, are starting to develop more than one to understand what they're going through Mm -hmm. and understand that that is a combination of things. And this is a real thing. And I do understand. Yes, I really do understand. Yeah. And I love to use our crystal infused super moon water to blow on it. Love it. So. Feels so good. This has been a really wonderful episode of ATU Network. Uh, we will see you here on Sunday. But on Sunday. tomorrow, yes. go over to Facebook, 8 o'clock. Our pre-Black Friday sale. And Friday. we've got Sears and Towers right down. That's right, guys. It won't go down any farther. And again, look, thinking about the holidays, yeah. what's honest to goodness, Crystals make such a huge difference. They make a wonderful gift, and they come with a purpose. Mm-hmm. So I think it's always an awesome idea to give, get, you know, crystals as gifts. That's why the little figurines, you mean the jewelry, um, the gifts are for crystals. Yeah, the only figurines we have right now are skulls, dragons, and one hedgehog. Oh, we got the wolf pendants, though. We oh, the wolf, the wolf pendants, pendants. yeah. So connection to the Native yeah. American for those that live on Native American ground. Exactly, guys. So. And it helps. It helps. It helps. Crystals work as, uh, they're here to assist us. They have the, the they energy. They come from the earth. Yes. Which is why empaths are very connected to them. Right. So mm. give the gift of a crystal, guys. So we'll have a pre-Black Friday sale going on tomorrow night from 8 to 10 p.m. Uh, on Susan ATU, Susan Swanbeck ATU page. Yep. Um, and we will be rocking some crystals, guys, showing you some stuff. And we're going to be showing you our pre-Black Friday sale items. You're going to want to scoop these up, guys. These prices are crazy. Crystal crazy. And don't forget, if we do any readings on the side, we'll be on Michelle Sullivan's ACU Network. That's how we're going to separate it when we're not actually the air. So, all right, guys. It's been a blast. I really hope that I helped at least one or two people out there tonight. Thanks for tuning in to Awakening the Unknown with Susan Swanbeck and Michelle Sullivan here on the ATU Network. For more information on upcoming shows and appearances, be sure to follow us on Facebook and on the web at awakeningtheunknown.wixsite.com. Voiceover work done by Cody Ray Despian. Peace out, guys.